So we are learning about climbing the ladder. And we discussed that the top of the ladder is your deepest self. The four letters of God's name exist in you. And the first letter of Hashem's name, we're on page uh, Ches. Um, the first letter of Hashem's name is the Yud. That is the, the highest letter of God's name. And it is about our... Messiah's Nefesh, our steadfast attachment to Hashem. In the language of the Alter Rebbe, a Jew does not want and cannot sever his bond with Hashem. This yearning that we have to keep mitzvahs, that, that, that um, uh, unshakable bond that a Jew has with Hashem, that's the Yud. Now we're going to go into the He. The He is our understanding of godliness. Not just the truth, but how the truth is resonates with us in our minds. Let's go. What's the idea of the hay in the soul? It's a power of understanding and the power to meditate about the greatness of the infinite one, blessed be he. Even though every Jew has the yud already, so it seems like why have to meditate? You already have the truth. Why you think about it? We have in us a part that is devoted to God. Beyond logic and reason, nevertheless, we have to also bring it to understanding. It's not sufficient to just have this devotion beyond logic and reason to bring it down to understanding. We have to also understand and make godliness make sense to us. As it says in the Torah, you should know today and you should say to your heart, you have to know. The Torah says you should know. Not just you, you should believe. You should know today. You should set into your heart. You should be something that not, not just you understand, but it should touch your feelings. Understand it so deeply that it makes you feel different. What should you know? That Hashem will That Hashem is the reality. That there's a God in the world. You have to understand as much as you have the ability to understand. Oh, let's mark the main thing is to exert your mind to understand says, know the God of your father and serve him with a complete heart there are certain things that you can only do if you feel a certain way it's not that you wouldn't do them if you didn't feel this way, and you can't force yourself to do them, but it's it's the change in character that creates a different kind of, of action. It's, 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 there are certain like automatic things we do just because we feel a certain way. And uh, it's the midst of the Torah, know the God of your Father and serve Him with a complete heart is specific. You have to understand Hashem. You have to understand Hashem's presence, Hashem's reality. And that is what will give you the, the, the good heart. And the good heart changes the way you do things. Uh, you, could, you could force yourself to put your finger on the siddur and say all the words. But if you want to pour yourself, you pour your soul out to God, you have to be talking to someone. You have to be, some, you have to be pouring out your heart to someone. You, you, you could, uh, in our synagogue, we have a brick wall, right? Baruch Hashem. So you could talk to a brick wall and you could say all the words and, and the code of Jewish law, you said them all. And uh, you could even think about the translation of the words. But you're talking to a brick wall. 
the idea of, of, of Bina, the letter Hey in Hashem's name, that actually copy over there of Yosef. The, uh, uh, the, 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 um, the, 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 the idea of the Hey in Hashem's name on a personal level means that you're understanding Hashem in a way that it makes you feel different. So that's the, that's the meaning of the Pasuk's instruction. If you know the God of your father, then you'll serve him with complete heart. On page Ches, um, pay, uh, the line starts the word of Vicha. What's the sign that you have a complete heart when there is a practical result? For example, in good character. If you understand things very well, or you decide to act with good character, that's nice. That's good. That's not sufficient. Rather, there has to be practical results. You might have it, so your actions have to be good. It's not enough that you understand. It's not enough that you decide, you resolve, and act good, good. But there actually has to be, in the language of the Kuzri, that your actions should be good. The Kuzri is based upon the dream of this, this Gentile king who dreamt that God said that you have good intentions, but your actions aren't good. And that's why he called the, this rabbi and other religions to try to figure out what was he doing wrong. So in a similar way, in ourselves, we could have good understanding and good decision, and, and decide we're going to act with good character. But we're not acting with good character, and that's because we're not actually feeling differently. Our heart isn't in the right place. As Rabbi Yochanan said, what's the characteristic that encompasses all characteristics? Having a good heart. You have a good heart, then, then it makes you see things differently, it makes you hear things differently. It's that, that's the uh, center of the chessboard that, that uh, allows you to win the game. For actions to be appropriate, you have to have a complete heart. And what's the way to complete your heart? How do you make your heart whole? It's through understanding and thinking. It's known there's a rule. The mind controls the heart. That what that means is not only that we could hard knuckle our feelings and, and do the right thing, even though we don't feel that way. It, the mind controls the heart also means that the mind actually dictates how the heart shall feel. How you think will produce how you feel. As we see clearly, as see clearly, Dr. Resman, yes, sir. take a right turn, right over here. Um, okay. We see clearly that um, that the um, any other thing, anything you think about, gives birth to a feeling according to that that thing you're thinking about. The way you're thinking that will produce a feeling. It, it's 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 inevitable that your thoughts produce feelings. So if to pay attention to those th- things you're thinking about because they will become the way you feel. They will become the way you act. So, if you are not feeling what you're thinking, it's not because uh, this isn't true, it's because of some other lousy local conditions that are preventing your thoughts entering your feelings. For example, there's a concept called the plumbing of the heart. The heart is stuffed up. That's what said, Hebrew first. The heart is, is, is stuffed up. There are the three ministering uh, ministers of Pare. And the three ministers of Pare 
and ourselves are our windpipe, our food pipe, and our veins. Chassidus explains that the between the head and the and the heart there is the neck, and in the neck there are the windpipe, the food pipe, and the veins. And spiritually, they represent our indulgence in the physical, what we eat, what we drink, and what we get heated up about. So we think that it's innocuous, doesn't, doesn't really matter what we eat and drink and get excited about. But as we learned in the Basilgani Maimur and in this Maimur, that when we get attached to, the wrong, to things that are, um, we, we put our heart and mind in things which aren't uh, holy, so it deadens our spiritual senses. So that you think something, and yet it doesn't produce the feelings. It's, so it is true that your thoughts produce feelings, but it's possible that your heart is is something something on your heart. It's not letting it letting you letting it go inside. Yesterday, Fabrenga finished. I don't know what time. I wanted to go to my house, and then I saw these like these three possums enter the walkway in my house. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm exactly only two of them. Only two. But I was thinking maybe it was the third because woman also. Fast. We saw five once. Yeah. So I want to go to my house. I understand why I should go to my house, but there's these possums there, and I can't get inside. So the similar way, there are, it's possible to understand Hashem is good and everything, but it doesn't touch your heart because there's something else there. Why by front door? Yeah. It's preventing you from the mind going into your heart. Where are we looking for Shabbat? We're on page Ches, a uh, line that starts with the word Besibas. Oh, yeah. Besibas, Gemosari Pare. What's that there? Besibas, Gemosari There are three ministering ministers of, of the Pharaoh, in the windpipe, food pipe, and the veins, which they represent our eating and drinking and are being heated about worldly things. That's what prevents our understanding our mind from touching the heart. But had those possums not been there, the mind does control the heart. However, it doesn't actually make you do things. As we see clearly, it's possible your heart is excited about something. However, practically you don't act differently. So it's possible that you don't have that issue. The you're not you're not dealing with these three um, ministers of the Pharaoh. You've gotten into your heart and you actually are excited about what you thought about, and yet it doesn't actually have a practical result. It doesn't doesn't change things. So it's not you're not just missing a slot, you're missing the main thing, the main thing's action. And how do you have an action? It's by your heart being complete. The Torah says, know the God of your Father and serve Him with a complete heart. To, uh, there's a part of your heart that's not yet being touched, and that's why the actions aren't the same. If it touched the whole heart, then it would, it would reach the actions. It's, so so we're, we're, we're discussing a spectrum of ideas over here. First, we're talking about thinking and deciding, and, that, and, and deciding to act with good character, and yet... And though you decide that with good character, you haven't touched your heart. Then there's understanding in a way that it changes the way you feel, and you've you've navigated past the the three ministers of the Pharaoh, but it's not bringing to action because there's a part of your heart that it hasn't touched. It's gone into your heart. You feel you're excited, but it's not epitomous. It's not like there's a there's a game changer, and you actually like are are so excited that it, it it's, it's 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 animating your heart completely. There's a part of you which isn't being touched. And do these three ministers, do they correspond to the picture or the part where the baker and his own loved one kicking around? I don't so, know. Unless you, oh, actually, there is, maybe. There is also um, Potiphar. He was the Sarat um, He was the in charge of the, uh, the, the butcher of the, of the Pharaoh. 
Is that what the ultimate? I I don't I don't know if it corresponds to those three. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I I I I do know that it says it somewhere what what it refers to, but I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, okay, by the way, this is such a great thing. <laughs> Marcus showed me that the issue I was having with the, uh, with the mouse yeah. was I was moving on the bottom. Yeah. I wasn't going like this on the top. So, oh. so when we try to ch- change our character, we have to start from the top, start from the way we think. The way we think will affect the way we feel. You can't just decide to just change things on the bottom. Change with, oh, I'm going to act differently. It's not enough. You have to change things also on the top and start thinking differently. Is it fair to say that sometimes it's a lot easier than we thought it was? Exactly, it's a lot easier than we thought it was. Exactly, the, we just need to we, we need to just just let let the, we have a lot of noise in our heads. It's so much noise, and the yeah. idea of, of learning chassidus really is that you you allow the truth of your neshama to be what you think. That's what that's what learning chassidus really means. You actually not just you no, know, we did it, but we we, we think about it. We, it comes what and we let this be the voice, not the other. Ministers of the Pharaoh. Okay. You have to take it from an intellectual exercise to a practice. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, go on top. We'll go on top, though, but you'll see. It's not, it's not only about deciding to act, it's about, about thinking differently. It's, it's going on top. Um, but it's not enough that it touches your heart, it has to, it has to be shleim just like physically. That what happens in the heart spreads throughout the rest of the body. Cain, Baruchni, Yasotu is a spiritually, if, if there's something in your heart, it's going to spread the rest of your body physically, so too spiritually. A whole heart will have an action, will have an effect. If your heart is whole with Hashem, if it's, if it's touched you in a, in, in, a more de- in a deeper way completely, there will be an action. And that's the meaning of God's instruction. Know the God of your father and serve him with complete heart. How do you have a complete heart? Das is through Das. What does Das mean? That you are connecting deeply with what you understand. Not just you understanding it and let it flow into your feelings, but you're connecting with it. Connecting with it means that you're thinking deeply into it in a way that it's relevant to you. And you're th- das, is, das is about thinking about... It's about... It's also about the way you're approaching the thing you're thinking about. That you think this is the truth, and I want this, and I want this to be me because I know this is the emes. It's, it's you're thinking about something until you have something novel to say about it. What do you have to? It's interesting that we use these words in in, in the Hasidic lexicon. Um, this is frowned on until our Rebbe. Um, the idea of everyone making their own insights in Hasidus. If all the author says you should do this in Tanya, everyone has to invent their own insights in Hasidus. It, it wasn't something that was spoken about. Everyone should make their own insights, you should like their own, own, own ideas. But uh, Arab emphasized it a lot. The freedom of Bishabi here is, is not necessarily talking about the same idea. He's talking about, I think, what we learned in the, the Spring of the Reed Sea. Regarding the Spring of the Reed Sea, it says that a maidservant at the sea saw more than the prophet Ezekiel saw. What did she see that Ezekiel didn't see? So one of the things that one of the interpretations of this is, is that it wasn't that just that she, she looked in the higher world and saw God's truth. She looked in the physical world and she saw God's truth. That's something novel. The, uh, the nature that you're in, you know, the, everything, is, everything is, is eroded. There's no, you don't know what, you don't know what to, you, the floor you're standing on is, isn't real. The trees aren't real. The water isn't real. All the, you suddenly feel that, that nature is created by Hashem. That 
perspective that the maidservant at the sea had, although she wasn't very sophisticated, was beyond what Ezekiel understood. Ezekiel understood it all in the higher worlds. But she saw it happen in this world. That's something novel. That's, that's also the meaning of thinking about something until it's new. What's brand new? What's brand new is that it's, 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 it's actually means something here. That's the novelty I think I was referring to. Not, not necessarily making your own insight in Hasidus. That's also a good thing. But it's novel in the sense that it's, it's, it's real. It's in the physical world. It's relevant. It's relevant. It means something here. If you learn a segment of the Talmud, and you learn Rashi, and you learn Tosfos, and you know all the details, and all the concepts, in the, and it doesn't mean you understood it yet. Although you know everything, you know what Abayah said, and Rabbi said, and Rashi said, and Tosfos said, and you know the question, and you know the answer, you got it all. You got it all. There's nothing, if you have a test, you're going to get all the questions right. That's not yet knowing. Real understanding means that you have something new to say about this. Something new. You have something new to say about this. Again, I don't think this is referring to necessarily that you have a new insight that Rashi didn't say, but the fact that you understood it from your vantage point, that's already something new. Your vantage point into the same sugya, the Talmud says these words, there's nothing, it's impossible to have study without something novel happening. Whenever you study something novel, what's novel? The novel is that you're looking at it from the way, the way you see it. Like the, the Talmud talks, for example, about the laws of, of a murder, and whether witnesses who are looking at the same event from two different windows, from two different vantage points, can be combined as, as, as witnesses for the same event, because they're looking at it from two different angles. Your angle is different. When you, when you understand, you can learn Rashi and Tosis and know them, and then you have your angle in it. When do we say that you understood Rashi and you, you understood the, the Talmudic passage? When you have your own angle in it. When you could say something about it. In your own words, because it, it's, it, it resonates with you. It could also be of an insight. You also have something that, that's, new, that's actually brand new. But I don't think he's only referring to that. I think he's referring to. I don't think he's saying that if it's not possible to say you understood the Gemara unless you, unless you could write something a new a new page of of, of, of Torah insights about it. it. What's new is that that you have an insight in it. It's your insight. You understand it. It, it, it makes sense to you that it has. That there's something now inside you that wasn't there before. Um, I don't know. And that's not going to help anything, but maybe it will. Uh, I remember Rabbi Kalmanson Langezunt from New Haven giving us a. a, a uh, he's speaking at a. Uh, he's speaking in, in, in 770 about the meaning of, um, of, of, of witnesses according to the Torah. And he gave two different interpretations of why the Torah trusts witnesses. One reason the Torah trusts witnesses is because of the authentic. Because witnesses. Have a they're 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 giving um, testimony to an idea that um, makes it more believable because we have these these objective people saying this is true and the more witnesses you have it would seem that the more true it should be and that's what the Talmud says if if the um, Talmud talks about a hundred witnesses being as something that you trust more the Talmud says if someone admits himself and he is part of the story he admits himself this is the truth it's considered like a hundred witnesses now, the obvious question is the Gemara says. Two witnesses are equal to a hundred. Why does Talmud say two are equal to a hundred? If 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 another place Talmud says that a hundred, wow, that's a lot. 
So he explained that there's two ways of understanding what a witness is. A witness could be someone who who um, is 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 contributing to the to the story because of they are um, because the Torah says to believe them. And if if you believe them because the Torah says to believe them, so then so then uh, once you have two, you're you're done. The Torah says to believe two witnesses. That's the truth. But then there is another kind of 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 trustworthiness, and that is your personal perspective, the way things seem in the world, the way things are, are from our perspective. So then, a hundred witnesses, wow, that, that, that says a lot more to me as a human being than two witnesses, even though Torah says you should trust two, and therefore as a judge I have to believe two, but there is some, a, diff, a different kind of a clarity you have when there's so many people, people testifying to the same thing. So, so there is you know, you can learn the Torah, and know the words the Torah says it, it's true. But then there is having your testimony to this idea, that this has become something that, that's your own, that you could say this is true, because you understand it. That's the novel thing he's talking about. That's Das. Das is that you could say it's true. And you could explain it to, uh, as a friend of mine put it, understanding Chassidus really means, meditating Chassidus really means, explaining, explaining it in a way that you could explain something to your mother. You know, you're, you're a, a Jewish mother, no nonsense Jewish mother. She will uh, not accept these uh, fantastic ideas unless it makes sense. So if you, if you explain in a way that it makes sense to your mother, oh, explain that to yourself. That's, that means you got it. That means you got it. Okay. Um, let's go further. The line starts with the word Hagi. It's just like this is true in the revealed parts of Torah, so too is this true regarding the inner parts of Torah. After you learn something, understood it very well, very clearly, you have to think about it until you have something novel to say about it from Mipsari Echse. Mipsari Echse means from your own personal experience. That you see this to be true from the way you look at it. Mipsari Echse, look, of my flesh I perceive Hashem. It's not enough that the Rebbe says that it's true. That you see that it's true. Someone is looking at the Rebbe Hashab Siddur. He was saying this. He was saying he was saying the confessionary prayer from the Rebbe Hashab Siddur. Rebbe Hashab said to him, "But when you're saying Hashamlu, you're saying you're doing the confession. Don't do it for my sins. Do it for yours." So that's the meaning of of of, of I, my flesh. I perceive Hashem, not just something that which is which is true, but but I know this to be true myself. I I can testify to this. I can make it make sense to me. I know this is true. It's it's true for me the way I. I know this. Until the that's that's the novelty we're talking about. The novelty is that this is actually something that's relevant. Like you, you, you know what an aha moment is. What's what's an aha moment? Oh yeah, that makes sense. I know that. That's what we're talking about. That, that you say, oh, this is really what this is really what it is. But actually, it's more than an aha moment. Aha moment 